And a lot of withdrawn types are fucking wild in the bedroom. So that's true. That's right. <laughs> this, this person needs to go f- fuck more different types of people because there's yeah. not yeah i think the key to this person's <clears throat> sexual frustration is to be promiscuous women have a much harder time climaxing than men do you know uh, mm-hmm. during sex mm. uh is that it is a sexual selection mechanism mm. and so but a breeding party is the combination of a train and cuck holding the big hormone enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovic, uh, sexual self-pres, hold it by wing, four or five, eight, trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pres, sexual, nine with one, nine, seven, four, trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an eight wing seven. Sexual self pres with eight five four fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self pres social three wing four with a three six nine trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. <coughs> Hi, I'm a self pres sexual nine with a one. Nine seven four five six. My sexual kink is being the angry, destructive daddy archetype, right? To Stockholm type. That's the two six nine trifix, right? However, uh, <clears throat> this plays against my dominant self-pres instinct, right? Because I inevitably have to buy shit for them. All right. <laughs> it it was just a yeah, it was just a, a kink by a self-pressed sexual nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? That's the uh being the d- angry destructive daddy archetype to Stockholm. <laughs> that, that tracks. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right. Nope. That sounds about right. <laughs> I think that's that's what brings the girls to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> right now you're you're specializing in the the two type two Stockholm types. Mm-hmm. And uh I've become the it used to be you that were that were getting all the sixes. How did I become the one, the six magnet? Yeah. It's a it's a phase in stars. <laughs> what are we supposed to be yeah. doing with these kinks, by the way? Like, what are we doing? So, my my question was: state your type and your sexual kink slash fantasy or best sexual partner type. And uh-huh. so, like one for example, this is this is not bad. Eight to be dominated and or clitoral pain. Also, the risk of <laughs> being caught. What? Yeah. We almost exclusively got uh, nines, eights, sevens, and sixes responding. <laughs> like, I don't think, I think there was a couple of threes and a couple of twos that said some stuff like, just put on a show for me, like make it interesting, basically. Or like, uh, I don't know, this kind of shit. It was like really not not memorable. But uh, yeah, I'm really disappointed that we have not gotten that many uh, kinks and uh, sexual fantasy voicemails we've been asking y'all to fucking send shit in and nobody sent anything in <laughs> so disappointed in our audience we properly address travis's um 
I don't know if there's anything. I mean, <laughs> David wants to talk more about himself. himself yeah, the yeah. angry, destructive daddy that is that attracts Stockholm types. Is that know. accurate, David? It is accurate. It's accurate at the moment. You know, okay. <laughs> David's the daddy. <laughs> um, buying things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that could work. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell to say. It, is that <laughs> kink, is that a real kink for you though? It's like the the no no no. Well, no, I guess that's, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> In there is fashion. What? yeah <laughs> do i know myself at all can i see myself good question is there anything is there anything to grasp onto whatsoever is there anything I, there of the self this destructive daddy who buys things for stockholm types <laughs> um well so i don't know about stockholm but there is a thing like a power thing that's that has a sexual charge to it around you know money and and buying things mm-hmm. where it is actually it is actually arousing to me interesting yeah well like, and- if you want to buy me plane tickets you mm-hmm. can pick the destination oh. Just, okay you know go for well it. see the problem with that is then the destination becomes my place <laughs> <laughs> yeah see it can't be that <laughs> let's see then then you're out of this kink scene oh, okay. <laughs> or a, a location like a hotel that's very close to his place <laughs> just so happens to be five Oop, miles oops. from his place oops <laughs> yeah it's like uh the hotel down david's road so he can like peace out when he wants alone self-press <laughs> exactly. that's right yeah i'm i we're two self-pres doms, so we we did that thing. We commodified each other or whatever. Oh, now I need to take a nap just, alone. Yeah, yeah, I need to be alone. <laughs> Back oh, in, under the covers. I, yeah, because I, uh, I've had some experiences with, uh, uh, I actually was like kind of like a sugar baby in my late 20s. <laughs> Un- cool. Unknowingly, I ended up in a relationship with an older woman who was, I think she was uh, eight years older than me. I was 27 mm. at the time, and she was like a corporate, um, mm. you know, doing really well. She was making a lot of money. She had like a nice high-rise apartment in, here in Chicago. And so I was staying there every weekend, and it was super nice. And and she just insisted on buying me shit, like going to expensive restaurants. And none of this stuff was necessary to me. I just wanted time and attention and sex. But, <laughs> you know, she was just buying me clothes. And she was buying me, and she was just giving me all this stuff. And it reached a point where she got really busy with work uh, and we weren't having any sex like for weeks, which is like, wow, absolutely fucking insane for me that you would be. This is like t- late 20s in my prime abs on abs and we're not fucking. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, my love language is like it, like physical touch and all this attention. But she felt like the relationship was working well because she was still giving me stuff. She gave me like the keys to her the gym and then she said that she wanted me to move into the apartment i'm sitting here going like very self are you talking about like what are you talking about we haven't had sex in weeks like you're not are you even interested in me like you you like you know yeah. i didn't make any sense whatsoever so i could see i realized in that moment that i was in that you know the reverse of the usual kind of like uh relationship that happens with like you know wall street dudes who have this pretty young thing who they just pay for stuff and probably don't even have time to fuck but they're just there 
because so, they're funding their entire life, you know, lifestyle and they're, they're happy. So it, there wasn't any sexual charge, obviously, and all of that for you, but you think there could have been for her? I, I don't know if there was any sexual charge, but I think she thought that she was progressing in the relationship by mm. providing stuff for me. Um, that, you know, even though that we weren't having sex, that that wasn't a big deal because, you know, I was, I was getting the nicest stuff that money could, you know, whatever. And I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But then I, once I kind of ended it or didn't want to go through with it, I felt bad in the sense that I could have gotten a vacation to Cuba. <laughs> if I fucking yeah. stuck around just for a little bit. Um, but no, that's, it's interesting to me that that can be a turn on. Or that can be seen as a, uh, you know, the relationship is working well if we're just buying you stuff. It, it, Providing for each other in some yeah. way or something. Or yeah. one person for the other. Yeah. I'm, I, I bet that's we, probably common for a lot of people because, you know, self pres is pretty big out there. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole trophy wife and all those things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we squeeze that lemon dry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some juicy stuff from John's. Uh, let me. What else is really juicy? All right. So, all right. So this person identifies as an eight and, uh, you know, to be dominated and or clitoral pain, also risk of getting caught. So ladies, I don't know about clitoral pain. Uh, That sounds horrific. (laughs) That makes me uncomfortable. Nancy, what do you got to say about that? I don't like that. I, I understand that there are women that like that and respect, um, I don't know. I think it's just supposed to make the climax more intense. Uh huh. But I don't. I don't like that at all. It's, it makes me cringe. So let me understand. This person who's sending this in is an eight, or to be dominated yeah, by. An I eight. think they identify as an eight. Okay, they identify as. An but, eight. but I mean, that can be the case with eights, right? Yeah, Where yeah. In the sexual scenario, they actually do, you know, want some surrender. Yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah, For sure. Yeah. Um, let me pull up another one. All right. This is pretty interesting. Uh, nine. I realize that I don't actually want kids. I just have a breeding kink. Oh, oh yeah. That one is interesting. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Breeding kink. What the fuck does that mean? Okay. I, there's something called a breeding party. Have you, have I talked about this? Yet? Oh, my God. No. This okay. right. <laughs> so if, if you want to discuss a train, yourself, if you want, it's a, you know what a train is. Okay. But a breeding party is the combination of a train and cuckolding. So a guy, not only, you know, it's not just cuckoldings, you order uh, someone to fuck your wife or your partner, but uh, a breeding party is you order a series of men to fuck your partner while you watch and everybody ejaculates into your partner and he has a child and no one, you don't know who the father is. Oh, I don't oh like this. God. That's a reading party. So if you really want to know, if you're curious enough, go to X- PornhubXvideos.com. And oh, God. I type in like breeding this. party and you will. Uh... Yeah. So this person has a breeding kink. No. <laughs> well, but, this, but this recalls John the uh, sex at dawn thing, right? Where multiple men yeah. would. You know, oh, that's true. Go. Yeah. So, yeah, what David's referring to is like, a lot of uh, anthropologists think that human beings did not like evolve monogamy, that monogamy is a social construction and that human beings pre-agrarian society in pre-agrarian societies would, would freely share sexuality similar to the bonobos. And um, that was very likely that like uh, that sexual competition between males happened on a cellular level 
and which allowed human males to be friends instead of sexual rivals. And it's not to say that people wouldn't pair off. Like they suspect that for you know a couple of years or something, like a couple might pair off. But in large part, uh, sexuality was freely shared. And so, uh, when when in 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 addition to this overall theory, a sort of a side theory uh, based on this model is that like uh, like the reason women are generally more vocal during climax is to like get the attention of other males that are around yeah and so like the dude falls asleep or whatever uh is like males release a like a sleeping hormone after they come you know if they're satiated or whatever and they're not too possessive then the other dudes have their turn or whatever so wow when you mentioned cellular too it should be said what we're talking about is sperm from multiple right. men competing within the vagina yeah to get to the egg right that's wild and that like apparently uh if i recall correctly from one of the books sex at dawn is like the main book but there's other books like um uh i don't remember the names of the titles but uh allo parenting by uh is a is a model that's discussed by sarah baffler hardy who's another anthropologist if i remember correctly uh in sex at dawn they talk about how how male semen has some spermicide in it Mm -hmm. and why would it have that unless there's other sperm within the the vagina that you know that, that they're ejaculating to? And then here's the other piece: is penis shaped like the head right. is sucking out other yeah. sperm. Right. It's like yeah, it's like it has a plunging effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like if somebody you know you're having sloppy seconds or thirds or whatever, you're sort of pumping the semen away from, oh, from wow. the target and yes. then you ejaculate and it you you know you're the, the force of the ejaculate uh reaches the goal <laughs> so does that mean you want to go last <laughs> you know i don't know Probably. i don't know if like yeah. it means that you if you're like potent <clears throat> you you go first and you know you do it you accomplish the goal mm-hmm. and you know who knows i have i don't and, know and then at the <clears throat> more uh what do you call it um less uh uh erotic level uh you know social level it means then that multiple men are sort of the uncles of the child yeah exactly yeah right well i was just thinking this that i i've heard or read stuff about how if um you go to orgasm she orgasms that the sperm the semen can get deeper into the uterus and so it means that whoever whatever guy was better yeah whatever guy was better is has the better chance of reaching the goal better as in a a, um, better at making her come yeah like a stronger orgasm is going to create more of a suction effect you know (laughs) another another thing going on here is that like uh you know most of human sexual activity has nothing to do with procreation you know like Mm -hmm. even Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I said, it was more like a bonobo thing where they're like just bonding and stress relief and whatever, uh, nervous system regulation. So it's almost like mm-hmm. the uh, sexual function is co-opted by the social instinct in a way. Well, um, it is interesting to think of the sexual instinct role in this in sort of like, you know, because nature is going to want to select the best. Yeah. And so it's interesting that. Um, the more attracted you are to someone, you know, the, the wetter she's going to be, the harder he's going to be. So the more chemistry there, you know, innate chemistry there is in the act, the more likely that it's going to be the successful. Greater, 
the greater the force of the ejaculation to and the greater the force of her orgasm which just makes it more likely that it's going to be successful so it's not like the idea i guess the breeding party idea seems like oh it's just people fucking but it's more likely that there is real attraction that it's going to work that that's the one that's going to make the baby here's the other here's the other thing i think it mentions this too in that insects at dawn is that um you know looking at porn search uh whatever data there's a lot of porn that's has multiple guys and one woman Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bang, bang, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was also going to say uh, so two things. One, uh, that in this model of, because um, like, you know, like to the point about like who makes her come better, like the part of the reason from this model, this, you know, model of prehistory point of view that women have a much harder time climaxing than men do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, during sex mm-hmm. uh, is that it is a sexual selection mechanism. Mm. And so that like, you know, that like there's natural selection, which is the idea that animals evolve to be more fit for their environment and survive. Uh, But the competing stream of evolutionary selection is sexual selection, meaning animals pass on their genetics based on sexual attraction. And so animals evolve to uh, be sexually desirable to each other, which it's like where a lot of the like uselessness and, uh, excess and decadence of like like a peacock's tail or like horns and things that are like mm-hmm. way too heavy for the animal and calls and colors and stuff like this that don't make survival sense come from so in terms of human beings uh being able to make a woman come is a sexual selection mechanism because like even though you're already having sex like are you gonna continue to have sex you know mm-hmm. yeah and so um you know this this idea that women control evolution basically through their sexual choice was suppressed for a long time within biology because it was it's like ladies can't be choosers or whatever you know but yeah it's like uh the this a a woman's sexual selection is is basically like who who's getting what's what genetics are getting actually passed on you know like what's actually so then you get this whole question of like pre pre prehistoric uh incels and all this kind of stuff that was a real thing uh Because basically these societies would be matrilineal because you'd know who your mom was. And, you know, there'd be mothers and uncles, basically. (laughs) You know, like paternity wasn't such a big deal. And so, um, you know, and so like if you were, you know, getting with a woman, she might already have kids. And part of your part of your sexual display is not just being hot, but it's also like being kind to her children. Mm. And so then what that means, though, is that... uh, Basically, if you're a useful male or not, is largely determined by if the ladies like you. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so that's where you get also humor and stuff too, right? Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah. Most most of human the human mind is mostly a sexual ornament, and so to be entertaining, like like to be hu- funny, to be creative, art art and poetry and music, mm-hmm. a lot of it is just be like what it does is it's not only like just that we like that stuff and therefore creates a sexual connection but like uh the human brain is the most fragile organ and so it's most prone to showing fuck-ups in the personality through the personality so if you have a really well-developed brain having a talent usually means that you have uh developed such a degree that you're healthy and fit and all this stuff but you also can add to it your brain is extraordinarily like excessive you know it's like you you got talent to add to it it's like oh that's very sexy because it's almost 
it's useless, frivolous, extra. That's and that's what's like sexy in 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 animals is in nature is like excess. Yeah. Yep. Buck. Fucking buck. Fuck you. Buck me. Fuck. Buck. Fuck you. Buck. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Buck you. No. Fuck you. Buck. 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 Fuck you. But I was also gonna say that the breeding thing, I maybe maybe breeding kink means breeding party stuff. But uh, I mean, like with partners that I'm very attracted to, I absolutely do not want kids. But there is a sense of like, I want to get her pregnant. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I can relate to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I relate to that too, and I am very much against having children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, there's like, I want to, I want to get her pregnant. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like a large part of why I have an IUD is so that I can play with that. <laughs> I'm getting a vasectomy ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. Emic is recording this from his car. <laughs> He's going <laughs> on the way to the clinic. <laughs> on the way. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of these uh, freaking ones are sending by by sixes, and this is really interesting. Uh, six. Unfortunately, I have an uncontrollable desire to fuck a woman who loves her hubby. <laughs> <laughs> so be a homewrecker, basically. Yeah. This is okay. So, There's a male is, six. Yeah. I'm. I'm assuming. Yeah. This is interesting. This is what would you call this? What kink is this? The um. um I mean, it's been like so so triangulation. Yeah, and it's been so um, fuckable that you were able to steal a woman. Right? Actually, that you've overcome her love. You know, yeah, you know, her love for you, her husband. It That's, also could be an anti, like a what would you call mm-hmm. it? I don't mm-hmm. know, anti-father thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, like I'm competing with. The father, Ooh, like that's interesting. Uh, yeah, hu- like husband equals father or something. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. So it's like fuck you, dad. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> kind of like setting up a very high seduction or difficult seduction challenge. Like you know, this is someone who's actually loved someone else, and if I could overcome their love for their spouse and get them to fuck me anyway, that that'd be a huge feather in the cap. <laughs> It also could, I think I'm overanalyzing, but it's kind of interesting, like from a six point of view of like, there's something about me that would, in a sense, like create a kind of bond or loyalty to me that would overcome any other kind of loyalty. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Like, interesting. That is interesting. Uncontrollable desire to fuck a woman <laughs> who loves her husband. What does that look like in your everyday life? Yeah, I mean, that'd be difficult. Fall in. Yeah, that'd be difficult to do, first of all. I mean, but it's definitely doable. We should make clear that these are submissions from the uh, our our Instagram account. Oh, yeah, follow Um, us. Yeah, follow us on Big Hormone Enneagram uh, on Instagram. Because we made it. Don't report us. Because, yeah, because most memes on the Enneagram are just absolutely horrific. And so Mm -hmm. we're trying to make some actually funny ones. But uh, I put up a question of, like, what's your... uh, sexual kink and your type and you know what types are you interested in and we try to get y'all to call in the fucking love line and y'all didn't but uh two chicken two chicken <laughs> but a lot of weird submissions so like uh this is another six being ga- bagged. i was gonna read that being gagged and, do you want to read it yeah Go for it. 
is uh, being gagged and bound and forced to watch my partner fuck someone else I hate. Oh. Oh, I actually I could I could get behind hmm. that one. What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Please explain. <laughs> Some of this stuff is just, you know, it's like it's masochistic, right? Yeah, it's like exactly. psycho- it's psychologically violent internally. Like I want so- I I want you to like kill my psyche like fucking fucking kill me yeah rip apart mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's also a bit of like a power thing like i want you to dominate me in the most terrible way you could dominate me mm-hmm. so it's I'm, not like you actually want this to happen it's more no, like the thought no, no. of it is is hot <laughs> yeah it's just a fantasy okay like i don't i would never set that up to happen hmm so oh, i shouldn't be working on that with nope. you relative to brian <laughs> no. No. i mean no. honestly okay. go for it try to try to get him to fuck <laughs> someone else <laughs> he's an sp9 it's not gonna happen hmm. um that's interesting though yeah. not I'm, that this person I'm, wants this but they actually could get off to this not only am i a fucking jealous person but like also the intense hatred i would have is so intense that it's yeah. just like i just I, yeah it's just hard to no, understand this, no, yeah, this doesn't. <laughs> I can't relate. So Was that a woman or a man? We don't know. I don't remember. Maybe um, also says, hatred might be a little different for like a triangle type than like a um, you know the hexad. other yeah a hexad type because mm-hmm. there's something between like hate and there's some, there's some sexual tension between like hate and me. Like if I hate someone, I could still totally just like get off to them. I mean, I I have like you know i have some true hatred for people but like i also still could totally fuck them wow interesting <laughs> to me it's like seems like some some kind of victory you know like they've they, they've got you and like why would you, you just it like, wouldn't be a victory for them <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like i never said i'd let them come oh i see still, I, I mean I... it's just yeah i guess i i see where you're coming from but like i think it's because um uh like it's a form of man- manipulation <clears throat> so like if i i manipulated them into this situation that's benefiting me and i'm like ha, 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 i can do anything there's a power thing too yeah yeah it's a power thing forced to watch my partner fuck someone else i hate this is like some humiliation kink i mean it is, yeah. yeah yeah i've been looking at some uh some fucking I don't know. There's just so many different categories of BDSM type stuff and, <laughs> you know, different types of kinks there, like uh, psychological domination. And this is, this is some humiliation, st- <laughs> hardcore humiliation kink right here. Yeah. Yeah. All people right. are into this kind of stuff just as much as people. I mean, it's just more in the zeitgeist now that people are into being physically hurt during sex, you know, like, bruises and shit like that but i mean think about psychological bruising and so this would be an example of something like that this also goes in the category of sexual instinct as being extra right because it's not conducive none of this well it's strict it's absolutely going against you know sort of stability yeah and longevity of relationships and all that stuff yeah so here's from a seven seven and i want to have sex with other sevens no one has been able to match my energy i don't know if I, I don't know if that would translate like i've heard 
yeah. from people who have experienced sevens. Like some of them great and some of them have been kind of not so great. Yeah, not every seven is high energy. Yeah, I've met some low energy sevens. And a lot of withdrawn types are fucking wild in the bedroom. So that's true. That's right. <laughs> this, this person needs to go fuck more different types of people because that's yeah. not. Yeah, I think the key to this person's <clears throat> sexual frustration is to be promiscuous. More sex. I, don't know, I, I also think uh, people are not really well trained in yeah. chemistry, like in, in discerning chemistry. Yeah. And like, we don't really trust uh, or like know to look for like, the kind of addictive like chemical smell you know that you get from somebody that you're like your body is addicted to them mm -hmm. like you know people can be x y or z and they can be good you know people can be satisfied or whatever but there's something really special about when your sexual attraction is that like overpowering animal chemistry and it's like it's rare but you can find it and it's like uh it's like a spiritual experience yeah and the, the sex would be regardless of what the type would be if if those two people were experiencing this innate animal chemistry where you just can't get enough of their smell you feel like you could eat them alive it doesn't matter what the type is you're gonna have amazing sex mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, i tell brian all the time i'm like i want to crawl inside of your skin and wear it <laughs> <laughs> and her no. sex is phenomenal and I'll be honest, I don't think, like you said, John, it's pretty rare. And I, I think you'll be lucky to experience that mm -hmm. yeah. once or twice in a decade. Twice a decade, I think, it's, would be the most. I, I've been... It would be impressive. Sexually active for about almost two decades. And it's only <laughs> happened maybe three times. So Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's like uh, a whole other sense of biology and purpose and <laughs> like well neuroticism and addiction yeah. and wasn't the question about like energy level also yeah that's what they're yeah. saying that they they only want to have sex with sevens because no one has no one yeah, else is able just... to master energy it's like nah but just... what do you mean energy well i know okay, what they mean like sevens that i've hooked up with for the most part compared to other types sevens are just pretty much let's go let's you know that kind of let's go sexual energy in the bedroom it's active like you know like for guys and girls um a lot of times girls don't really have to do much in the bedroom like so they could just lay there um <laughs> but a lot of the sevens that i've hooked up with are very active and not to say that every seven's like this because that's not true but more so than not they're very active and so i could see maybe um, a male seven saying this you know, like not. I actually think this is a, a woman. Oh, interesting. Really? Yeah, I think I know who it is. Um, interesting. But because uh, <laughs> guys have to be active, you got to do stuff. Yeah. I don't understand what the fuck you're doing if you're not doing anything. <laughs> Who's doing? Well, the fuck, you, know? you know, the thing that I that I think is most reliable in my experience is to to look at in terms of the, like sexual energy and active whatever is the fucking Mars sign, like we talked with OD. Oh, about. yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's interesting. How you yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, listen to um, our uh, uh, second episode with Odinaka on astrology and the Mars sign, because, like, I mean, whether, you know, maybe maybe it's all bullshit, but uh, at least what I'm seeing, it's the most, like, it's like, oh, my God, you know, yeah. that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I, I had a sexual seven fling, and <clears throat> it was very good, but, I mean, it wasn't like she was 
you know, jumping all over the place energy right. wise or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's you what know. I don't understand. It's like, what yeah. physically do you mean? Like, are you bouncing off the walls? Like different angles? Like <laughs> what this best person is saying, um, they're not able to match my energy. I have been with assertive types who who could maybe match the activity, but were not interested in meeting me. Yeah. My yeah. energy. Yeah. And this is something that I've had to learn. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times that I've had been trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with my dating life and why, why I can't seem to get into a relationship. But one thing I did realize is that um, whatever my invasive sexual energy is, is either you want to be taken by that or it's too much in terms of not too much as in like I'm bringing too much energy, but the quality of the type of experience or whatever sexual chemistry experience that I'm trying to have mixing in with that person is too much. And I I've said before that I've always felt that most of my sexual partners to some degree aren't wanting to be there, like present in the energy mm -hmm. that I'm mm -hmm. bringing and yeah. the very yeah. rare experience that I felt that someone actually wanted to be there and not only be there, but like meet me and get into me to the same degree. Um, and so if I were to say someone wasn't able to match my energy, that would be what I'd be referring to, not whether or not they could fuck in five different positions or, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, and I think that's a really great point. Like, I mean, it sort of goes back to what I was saying about that, like, animal magnetism thing. Yeah. Like, it's just sometimes you got to be like, you got to look, you got to be patient. You got to, like, not be into somebody from, like, the list of things in your head about what's attractive. It's like, it's got to come directly from your sensation and body you know it's like your body has to be mm -hmm. responding to somebody in a visceral way that's like how to you know then you can figure out if they're like a shitty person or whatever but like the thing that's gonna like match your energy and satisfy you is gonna be the body speaking to another body yeah and i've i've noticed that the more i've stepped back in the last i don't know three something three to five years in terms of not trying to make chemistry happen um and just kind of, I mean, me trying to be a little bit more passive is probably like bringing me back to a certain kind of neutral because I can be overly assertive in, in the attraction space. And uh, just kind of letting attraction happen has been like, it's better than anything that I could have ever come up with myself for myself. Right. Or, you right. know, like the sort of innate chemistry that can be there when you just sort of let it take its own course well i think that's exactly right like trusting chemistry is like you know that's a i mean for especially sexual eight like that's very hard to do but it's like i mean even myself as a four it's like we all have our ways that we try to manage attraction and chemistry and like the things that are the most terrifying and satisfying are when you're like i'm not managing anything and it's like mm -hmm. it's just here yeah yeah so uh here's another nine I'm a nine. I want to take it from behind like the snotty little bitch I am. Who's that? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that seems pretty part of the course, isn't it? <laughs> yep, that seems pretty accurate. That's fairly standard. Yeah. It's standard. <laughs> like the little bitch that I am. The question like, is, does this person want it from one of us? Right. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Here's, a, here's somebody who identifies as an eight. Uh, giving away control, but making my partner feel good. Service top, baby. Oh, yeah. This was an interesting one because, um, first of all, there were a couple interesting thing going, things going on here. I didn't know what a service top was. And so, uh, Jesse, who's been on here, she helped 
us understand what a service top is. It's kind of like uh, someone who is taking cues from the person who's the bottom as to what is going to be pleasing to them very specifically this is not this is beyond like you know you're having sex with your partner and you're getting feedback as to what you're if what you're doing is pleasurable or not but more about being directed to do specific but, things like you're but you're still coming with a do, uh the top is still you know a dominant energy still even but though you're being, being directed yeah you're being directed um it's it's kind of an interesting concept i was initially thinking is this something an eight would be interested in because i had an issue with the the directed specifically part because you are in you're not really in control even though you are at the top this the bottom is in control of what you're doing so i think this shit is great like i would you know like i want to please my partner like i'm a big Mm -hmm. i get that line of two baby you know (laughs) like (laughs) like, i want to put in the work and uh i want to be memorable and you know like uh, all that shit and so yeah like like I mean, I wouldn't consider it even like a kink, you know, though. It's just right. Like, I, yeah, just like tell me what you want. This felt more specific. Like, do you want a fucking checklist of what she wants? Would that still be a turn on for you if she was going directing you specifically? I mean, if exactly. she was like, lick here and then there, I'm like, I'm doing that, you know. But if it's like, <laughs> if it's like, well, this is like what I want to achieve in this, in this meeting, no, you know. <laughs> but if it's like, yeah, like I, I, it's got to be very dynamic, and like, even though I'm uh, more of a dominant force, like with my partner, I like a, a lot of like a, an exchange or conversation, so to speak. Like, mm-hmm. a, yeah, yeah, you know, like, all right, now she, like, she's gripping me this way and moving right, right. this way, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that seems pretty. Uh, that would be normal for a good sexual relationship. Right. I, I guess I was trying to understand, uh, you know, what makes this different from just two people who are dynamically having sex with each other and communicating as to what they mm-hmm. like. This one seemed more like I have a role this to play and I'm going to do in this sexual session that we're having, I'm going to do exactly to the T what you're looking for. Um, and, yeah. Like, so maybe we can get someone on here to talk about certain kinks. Cause there, there's a whole world of specific kinks and, their categories and definitions and what they mean exactly it's, this can be one of the ways that social self-pres comes out i yep. think sometimes is is in that thing where there's a certain uh set of roles right and there's and there's specificity and there's rules and things and and so in a way it's um it's sort of not um being uh, the word I'd use is like serpentine with, with just what the energy is happening in the moment. Yeah. Kind of. I've seen that also, not just with social self press types. I've, cause I collect people's tumblers all the time. And I just, I, sometimes I just scroll through people's tumblers to sort of get an idea of what that stacking is. And what I, one thing I find interesting about people posting like, uh, you know, on their tumblers, that shit that they're into is that a lot of even social sexual types, really get off on the different roles of you know the whole daddy thing is um mm-hmm. a social kink um we, even though it, it gets more specific with social self-press types where we, they get into these humiliation kink service bottom you know like oh. all these very specific roles <laughs> that that they can get off to but social sexual types still tend to play off a genre or a role um in what they find attractive and i i just think that's interesting She's wearing me out. 
pretty soon my dick's gonna fall off. I'm not gonna have a dick anymore. I used to have a pretty dick, and now it's shriveled. She's just using me. She's a sexual predator. Oh, anything else? What are we doing next time? Uh, we need to do. We need to do not an eight. I feel. I just feel. Yeah, like I, just, I think that's good. I yeah, let's just do that next time, and I want to just think about it and prepare some really razor sharp mm. points that, for once and for all, we can just have a statement about eightness, and we can put it out there. So mm. let's let's do that next time. All right. All right, man. Later. Later. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.